On Sound Advice with audiologist Doug Leonard from ASI, Audiological Services of Iowa, we kind of want to jump into the uh, issue of coping mechanisms. Now, some folks who have hearing loss, Doug, will really find creative ways to cope with it as long as they don't have to admit they have a problem. They'll, they'll do anything they can to try to cope and get by. Yeah, there are, you know, I guess I kind of view this two ways, John. There are positive coping mechanisms, which are helpful, and but there are negative coping mechanisms, too. And I think that's maybe what we'll talk about as well. You know, so a negative one might be, of course, someone who can't hear. First of all, I think about people who monopolize the conversation. You know, I have patients that come in quite frequently who just talk a lot. And that's great. I love to talk to, I like to visit with my patients. And that's one of the things I really love about my profession. But, you know, they just talk the whole time, you know, and they won't quit talking. And I don't think it's always because they're very outgoing and outspoken. I think it's some, it happens because if they talk, then they don't have to listen. Exactly. You know, and if they have problems hearing, it's very hard for them to listen, you know. And so not to make light of that, of course, but. So the next time somebody's droning on and on, I'm going to go, oh, they're they're coping for something. Maybe they have hearing loss. (laughs) You know, and and I get that a lot, actually, with folks um, when they talk on the phone, you know, and they say, well, you know, mom can, mom hears pretty good on the phone. Well, if mom talks the whole time, she, when you ask her a question, I mean, she doesn't have to respond if you're not able to get a word in edgewise. So, you know, you might check out and make sure, you know, ask mom something that's not germane to the conversation conversation and see if she really is able to respond and understand what you say on the phone. Now, that way I would think would be a bad way of coping, monopolizing the conversation. There are a lot of other ways that people try to cope and and fake it. Yeah. I mean, uh, so the smile and nod is what I would call it. You know, we're, we're sitting, you and I and a few other folks are sitting around a table in a noisier environment. If I'm not able to hear what you're saying, you know, maybe somebody's telling a funny story. Everybody, I see the expression on everyone else's face. They're smiling, laughing. So I'll just do the same thing. Maybe agreeing to everything, you know. If uh, somebody asks me a question and I don't hear, oh, yeah, 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 well, what did I just agree to? I have no idea what they said. Mm-hmm. Maybe they said I had to give them 100 bucks. Uh, maybe they said they're something important and I, and I misunderstood what they were talking about. So what advice do you give to somebody? If, if I understand that you're coping and you can't hear, what's my reaction? Well, the reaction would be deal with the hearing loss, you know. Now, that and that's something, of course, we tend to do as human beings. We avoid our problems and, and don't deal with them straightforwardly. And sometimes that's because we're not even aware of them. So, of course, uh, as I say almost every week on Sound Advice, have a hearing evaluation. Get your mm-hmm. hearing tested. Find out if you do have a problem. Then you can maybe avoid some of those may possibly embarrassing or negative situations that you might get get in because of your communication ability. I really think we've all done the whole coping thing from time to time. So we're all guilty of it to some level. But if yours is getting a little worse, it's time to get that hearing screening. Then really do something about that. It's about your future that you're protecting. What's the phone number here in Carol, Doug? At 792-5933. 792-5933 for Audiological Services of Iowa.